Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Game and joined by Greg Ducharme. Greg, hey buddy, what's going on, Rick? Wow. Uh, everything, everything good over here. Exciting tournament. I love watching the Memorial. Uh, Muirfield Village is just great. They just had Jack on the broadcast for a while, but he was adamant that the number that you see at the top of the leaderboard now. Probably not going to be the night. He thinks he thinks this thing's coming back to us at least on Sunday. The scores on the weekend will come up. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was funny. The scores will rise. Uh, yes. <laughs> so that uh, yeah, very interesting. Um, it, you know, I find a few things really particularly interesting. I was looking through the guys in the top ten, and now. It, it, it's hard to say this and have it make sense, but everybody in the top 10 with the exception of Aaron wise and Rory McElroy have gained strokes pro, um, around the green and putting. I find that very interesting. McElroy and, and wise have gained strokes putting, but not around the green. They're the only people to do it. And McElroy's had some, he, he's done all right. Scrambling. Um, well, I guess, I guess not great. He's four of six and three of six. So seven of 12. But, but everybody else has gained on and around the greens. And I, I think that makes for a really interesting model looking ahead to the uh, looking ahead to the weekend. Well, let's let's just start there. You know, let's mix it up on a Friday. Let's just start with Rory McIlroy. You gave me the perfect segue. He shot a three under 69 on Friday to move up 12 spots. He's in a tie for ninth. He's three shots off the lead of Cameron Smith and Greg. He had an awesome eagle at number five. He made birdies at 12, 15, 16, and three. I think he left three shots out there. I, I, I think this was a vintage, worst score Rory could have shot round. This this is what he does, right? I mean, it, it seems like it's always the story with Rory. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to rhyme. It just happens. So you're, you're a poet and you don't even know yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so, um, but, but yeah, this, this is what happens with him. And it just speaks to the ability level this guy has. It's incredible. Uh, and he's really is, is reminding me of uh, the Rory of old. Uh, um, I think when we get into majors, the story may change a little bit. He's been contending, but can he get over the hump? But I don't think we have a hump to get over when it comes to the regular PGA tour events. I, I think he's ready to win one and he's contending and he's showing that, he has the game to do it. Um, I'm I'm extremely happy with his iron play. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. So looking at where Rory sits in relation to everybody else, when he's gained over two strokes approaching the green in both of these first two rounds, uh, is gaining on the greens. Uh, obviously, he's gaining off the tee. That seems to happen every week. It's, it's extremely exciting if you're a Rory McIlroy fan, a Rory McIlroy backer, uh, he's in a lot of my DFS lineups this week, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, and and when you look at 
the model for a lot of these other guys that are up near the top. A lot of them are leaning on on short game and putting. Uh, a lot of them haven't done it before. They haven't been there before. I think Rory's sitting in a really good place right now. So do I. He missed a couple of makeable birdie putts. He found the penalty area on 14. He had a kind of fluffed uh, bunker shot late in the round as well. So a couple of strokes uh, certainly to be gained for Rory McIlroy. Over you, the oh, okay. I want to ask you a question about Rory. Yeah. Um, as I'm saying this, I'm also thinking about Jack Nicholas. Scores will rise. Does that worry you for Rory at all? I think in theory, no. But like he was he was sloppy. I will I will describe his Friday as sloppy. And it was still a three under 69. I don't think you can play sloppy on the weekend at Muirfield Village and like you have to do a, you have to be really special. That was a special round that could have been really really good. Um so I I am a little bit worried that if he doesn't tighten it up it's just going to be you know he loses three uh three spots on the leaderboard on on Saturday, he loses three so- shots on Sunday and it's a T16 for Rory McIlroy. So if this is slot there's a couple different ways to look at this. Okay, right. one now the the weather forecast is pretty good. You're going to have I mean 12 is the high end of, for the win that we're going to get this week. I think that bodes really well for Rory. Green's firming up. Um, uh, he, he can do all right with that. It, it's, it's more to me when the, when the wind really picks up and it gets, uh, the weather gets inclement that I really start to worry about Rory. Uh, and you can see some of those tough days where it's hard for him to grind it out. Um, but, but I think, you know, so I kind of go back and forth. Now, again, the sloppy day today that you mentioned, Yes. Is that the bad round? Because there's so there's so much good, right? And I I think if you take away Rory as a person, if you take away all the scar tissue that we have covering Rory as analysts, I I think he would be your your top priority on this on this board right now. Yeah, if he if he can control his speeds a little bit better on the greens over the course of the weekend, that was there was a lot of putts that kind of got away from him. On Friday, uh, I think he's dangerous. We liked him going into the week. Love the way he's setting up right now. Just just three shots off the pace. Uh, excited about Rory's chances. We'll talk about his live odds in just a second. The guy he's going to have to chase down, Greg, Cam Smith. 69 after a 67. couple of items here. He is trying to break a horrendous history around Mirfield Village. And he is also trying to add his name as a late entry to the player of the year, because if he wins the Memorial and he's got a player's championship and a Sony open and maybe wins the FedEx cup because he's earned all these great points along the way, I'll tell you what, he could charge to steal this thing. He, Oh, he's absolutely in the mix. He's right in the mix. And I'll tell you what, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this, but the thing that I worry most about Cam Smith and the reason I wasn't huge on him this week is the inaccuracy off the tee. Uh, he hasn't been very accurate this week either, but he he is probably the best player in the world with a with a real snap hook in his game. Now, JT may have it, but usually JT, when he hits a snap hook, is trying to hit a big hook and overdoes it a little bit. Um, most of the best players in the world play, especially with the driver, an anti-left game. They want to make sure that it's, if anything, it's curving to the right, uh, they don't want to hit that snap hook. Camp Smith hits a snap hook sometimes, but 
at St. Andrews, you can't miss right. You can miss left. There's plenty of room left. And I'm, I was just, I was in the car today thinking, wow, um, Cam Smith, the open could be a really good spot for him. So if, if that's true, and we'll dive into that more as it gets closer, but I, I think he can really be a, a factor at some of these, the, at these two remaining majors. And if he can close the deal in this event um, and, 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 or in one of those two events, the, the race for the FedEx cup is on. Uh, I mean, at the masters, he had contention, right? He was, he was really close. Cam Smith's closest competitor. So I, I look at that as um, this, it, it's wide open the way he's playing. These numbers will change slightly just because there's still a couple guys out on the golf course, but Cam Young being in the lead, or excuse me, Cam Smith being in the lead, too many cams on tour these days. Cam Smith being in the lead has gained 9.8 strokes to the field, Greg. Does it worry you that 6.3 have come around the green and 3.3 have come with the putter? He's been barely above average in the two ball striking categories. Um, well, it worries me, yes. But see, this is like a catch-22. Right. I mean, the, the things I go back to my model heading into the week, what I really liked. And I thought, uh, I thought short game was extremely important. And we've seen that over the past couple, um, memorial tournaments. It, it's a, it's a really highly correlated stat. I mean, everybody in the top five last year was either top five and strokes gain around the green or scrambling. So one of the, there, there, it's a very important asset. Now I don't like guys when they lean on it. So, and, and also heading into the week, um, I like guys that were a little more accurate off the tee, the model on your website, Rick had a little more, um, it favored accuracy over distance a little bit. So with Cam Smith, that's a big worry. And then you look at his recent form and that's a big worry, but he has one of the best short games on the PGA tour. He's first right now in strokes gain around the green. Um, and I believe he's the best putter on the PGA tour. He's 11th uh, in strokes gained putting. So the fact that he's leaning on it is a little bit different than if, uh, if another player, let's just say Scott Stallings was, was leaning on that. So it, you know, I, I feel the same way I felt at the beginning of the week. There's a lot of good for cam Smith. There's a lot of worry too. So, uh, but now he's leading. So I think he's going to be a factor. I just don't know if it's going to be enough if he can lean on that uh, to to win the tournament. Last guy to win a Players Championship in the Memorial in the same year, Greg. Do you know any idea? Tiger Woods, two thousand one. Tiger Woods. There you go. I know it hasn't happened often. No. Very I, the hard. only thing, the the thing that uh, I wasn't sure if Tiger won the Memorial in thirteen, but I don't think he did. I don't know what year. I just know that Tiger was the last to do it. Yeah. The player of the year race could heat up if Cam Smith is able to win this. The rookie of the year race, Greg, is a knockout, drag down, heavyweight bout because Davis Riley and Cam Young refuse to play poorly. They are both tied for fourth heading into the weekend. They are proving their worth on this tour they are they're, they're they're playing every single week and they are just a staple at the top yes um now uh, to the rookie of the year race that you bring up first i think right now if you had to give one an edge i'd give it to cam young uh if if nobody wins 
and they stay relatively similar throughout the rest of the year, I think Cam Young has the edge. But ultimately, it's a race to who can win first. And if if one of these guys has a win, they obviously take a, a big leap. Uh, but I think they've outdone Chad Ramey, who has a win. Um, I, I, he's going to have to win again to have a chance, I think. But um, it, it's between these two. And I, to me, it's a race to who can win first because they've been so consistent and so steady and um, real gems on the on the tour. But uh, does one of them you have an edge over one of them heading you know this week so far? Yeah, it's 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 Cam Young for me. He's got, he's got the edge. If if Riley were to right, if Riley wins, he'd get my vote there. But right now, it's it's Young. He's got uh, really impressive top three finishes at a lot of different golf courses. Uh, Riley has just been phenomenal in like the last five or, or six weeks, and he's got that runner up finish as well in the playoffs. So it's it's still Young for me, but the gap is the gap is very very tight. The impressive thing about Cam Young to me is what he's done with a short game. Um, I mean, I, he he came on one of our shows earlier in the year and t- and said, you know, I, I looked at his stats and I would say he had two weaknesses early in the year. It was his a- approach play and his short game. And when the way he described it is he hasn't found anybody without a better short game than him. And so short game was a big focus. And over the past month or so, it's been really improving. He's gained strokes. And right now he sits at eighth in strokes gain around the green. Uh, he was first yesterday. Uh, he's 11 of 15 scrambling. That's ninth. I and mean, it, it's a, it's been a real area of improvement for him. And I think it makes him dangerous for the rest of this week. Well, for the rest of this week, 36 holes remaining, we can look at the odds board. We'll do that. And we'll also talk about, uh, actually, Danielle Kang in the news. Want to get some thoughts on her. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. No surprise that Cam Smith is indeed the favorite to win the Memorial. Three to one, according to our friends over at Caesars Sportsbook. He's currently sporting a one-shot lead over Denny McCarthy and K.H. Lee. Rory McIlroy, three shots back, eight to one. With Cam Young at 10 to 1, KH Lee at 12 to 1, Davis Riley also at 12 to 1. Any of those names uh, fancy you, Greg, or would you like me to go further down the board? Well, um, yeah, I mean, Rory definitely fancies me at 8 to 1. I, I think he's in great position. And again, he's taken his iron play and it started to elevate. And the area, the areas of concern right now might be his touch around the greens. I think he can sure that up. He's been putting pretty well this year. He's been good around the greens this year. I mean, really good around the greens this year. So he definitely has my interest. Uh, and then where'd you, where'd you stop in that list, Rick? I stopped at Davis Riley, 12 to yeah. one. Davis Riley has been playing great. So as we mentioned earlier, he's doing a lot of it on the greens. He's third right now in strokes game putting. Um, he's gained four and a half strokes putting. So maybe that's a little uh, weak to win the tournament, but he's also gained three and a half approaching the green. So I, I don't know. I, I still don't know what to do with these guys, uh, which, which is hard. Cam Young would be the other guy that really has my interest because I liked him at the beginning of the week. So Rory, Cam Young. Cam Young, everybody liked him in DFS. I played him in one and done, um, and I really liked Rory as well. So I think those two guys have my interest the most at at this level of the board. 
Yeah, Rory's uh, third in the field in strokes gained, ball striking again. I, I just think there are so many strokes for him out there. I think he got quite unlucky and played a little bit loose on Friday. Still made up ground on the rest of the field. The other one that interests me is Sung Im. He's 28 to 1, Greg. He's four back. It's not going to be easy, but he's picked up right where he left off. I mean, he's gained two strokes off the tee, three and a half on approach. The short game's been okay. He hasn't putted well. And if this thing gets more difficult, I think Sung Jay's proven to us he can win when it's a 25 under birdie fest at, at Summerlin, or he can win when it's whatever it was, four under at PGA National. I, I don't mind it, like if I didn't have any live tickets right now, if I bet Rory and Sung Jay going into the weekend, I'd feel I'd feel pretty happy about the value that I've achieved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Sung Jay is um, very interesting, but I think there's another factor here we got to consider that I, I think requires us to scroll a little farther down the board. Ooh, like um, that. and, yeah. and that's what Jack said. And also what we talked about with how what what Cam Smith is doing on and around the greens, how much of what he's gained so far comes in that area. And as the golf course gets harder and firmer and the scores come down, I think it's really worth taking a look at some of the guys who will be teeing off a little earlier tomorrow who can really get back into the mix. And there's a group of guys at in the two under mark, uh, two and three under mark that uh, you have to take a look at. You can see them. They're right there at the bottom of the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, Cantlay, Rom, and Zalatoris. Cantlay and Rom have obviously incredible records here. Um, they both have short game skill. Rom has been very shaky of late. Um, and this week has been very interesting, but he's gained two strokes around the green. He's gained putting. Um, and and I, I trust his ball striking enough that that could come on. And I think you're getting a really a, a great value for him at 30 to one, six shots back uh, with 36 holes to go. It, I, I mean, I know he's been frustrated, but the, the six shots is a lot less right, right now, in my opinion, if, if the forecast for the golf course goes to plan. And this course has already gotten tangibly more difficult from the AM to the PM each of the first two rounds. On on Thursday, it was nearly a full shot. Uh, today, on Friday, it was a little more than a quarter of a stroke. I mean, it is, it's already getting tangibly more difficult, and I think that might just get ramped up on Saturday and Sunday as well. So maybe somebody can make a move on Sunday or yeah. excuse me, Saturday, Saturday morning. Danielle Kang. Uh, we'll, we'll end on this here, Greg. She tells the media at the U.S. Women's Open that she has a spinal tumor, which is one of the things contributing to a recent string of missed starts. She said she doesn't know a lot about it right now or about the nature of the tumor and if that's the reason she's been dealing with the back pain. But it seems like she's going to be taking some time off to get some answers. That's uh. That's scary stuff when you start talking about tumors or really anything near the spine. Right. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor, but I know that when you have uh, things that require surgery in sensitive areas like that, it's uh, it's extremely scary. And you you don't I, I mean, I just I feel for her. it's really hard to speculate and I don't want to speculate right now. But I, I know that it's uh, it's not an easy thing to deal with. And I, I'm definitely thinking about her. So I, I have great concerns. Uh, that's that is terrifying. She must be she must be really 
struggling right now. It's amazing that she's that she's out there um, talking to the media about it. But she needs to take some time off and figure this out because that, that's the number one priority. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, terrifying and sad. And uh, she's definitely in my thoughts and prayers. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a Las Vegan. So we're, we're, we're thinking about her. We're rooting for her, hoping that she just gets it figured out uh, one way or another, gets back to playing some really good golf. And we'll keep an eye on that as uh, I'm sure that story will continue to develop here. But Greg, we've got a lot of great golf coming this weekend, man. It's going to be awesome. We're going to roll right into the crazy week that is RBC slash live slash early US Open. The next 14 days starting right now are going to be, I think they're going to be awesome. There's no no shortage of conversation. That's for sure. Um, and you know, you get into these weeks where you're just a couple weeks away from a major, and the excitement starts to build up. The attention on these guys really starts to build up, and we add one of the more highly anticipated or speculated events that I can remember in golf, uh, away from the PGA Tour into the mix. And there's there's plenty of content out there. So um, excited to be able to talk about it here. Good for guys like us uh, playing the content yeah. game. This will, be a, this will be a nice 16 days or so. Okay, well, uh, round-by-round recaps coming after the uh, third and final rounds of this week's Memorial. We'll be here with you guys breaking it all down. Producer Jacob does all that hard work behind the scenes, and Greg Ducharme is available on Twitter at the Real GFD. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time.